Hey everybody, welcome to the Punk Till I Die podcast number 63 right now. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, I know, I keep getting the fucking number wrong, so yeah, this one is 63 for sure. One of your hosts, Tom, that's Neil, you here. We're sort of still recovering from our wild weekend in Indiana, yes. which I'm sure we will talk about at a later date. Yeah. We're sure. not going to today. I'm going to actually, I'm going to remind everybody our, how to get a hold of us real quick. Not that they've forgotten, but Punk Till I Die podcast on Facebook, of course, and Punk Till I Die 77 at Gmail if you want to love us or hate us or whatever. Yeah. So sure. actually, we are going, we are going to jump right into it today because we have with us a special guest. And he is the singer of a band called The Cheats, and they're from Pittsburgh, Five Piece. Um, we have Todd Cheat. How are you doing, Todd? Hey, what's happening, man? Hey, so what do you guys describe yourselves as? Because I'm like, yeah, it's kind of punk rock, kind of down and dirty rock and roll. So, like, if you're talking to your aunt or something, and she says, <laughs> what kind of music do you play, Todd? What do you tell her? I tell her it's like punk rock and roll. I said, just, uh, just think, like, Sex Pistols motor, it meets Motorhead meets ACDC with a little bit of Ramones thrown in there, I guess. A little, little glam, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But look at me. I'm, I'm not glammy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe clammy, but not glammy. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys so you guys go back quite a ways. When do you? When did the Cheats actually start out? Uh, 2001. 2001. Yeah. And you have a totally different lineup now than you did in 2001 other than you, or you still got some of the same guys? No, dude. It, it's There's been 37 Cheats members Good since God. now. Wow. Yeah. The Cheats were like a, a side band I did. I was in a band called... Silver Tongue Devil. Yeah, we had a, we have a bunch of stuff, seven inches and all that. We were uh, coming home from a European tour at the, and uh, nobody wanted to practice. Any, they're like, ah, oh, let's just take a month off. And I don't like, I just like to go go go. So me and the bass player were like, hey man, let's just form a side project. And I I tattoo. That's what I do. And there's these was these younger dudes that were in this stuff that I was into, like you know, seventy seven kind of punk. Mm. I was like, hey, let's want to just have a practice band, just throw something together. So we did it. We practiced a bunch of covers, did wrote a couple songs, and then our, the guitar player in Silvertongue Devil was like, "You know what? Silvertongue Devil's done. I, I just don't want to play anymore." So that's what happened. We started the cheats. Hmm. Silvertongue Devil had more of like uh, was more of a, like a Motorhead feel or something like that. Yeah, we were like Motorhead, like kind of natural pussy, kind of dirty rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before well, I, I, I still get that vibe on the new record. I mean, I yeah, really a little bit. I mean, I can't. I, I really can't. only heard the new one, but. Yeah, I can't. I can't lose that shit. I guess, you know, just vocal styling and stuff. Yeah. Sure. Um, and and you were in a, you were in a band before Silver Tongue Devil, right? When you were in a band called Eviction or something? Yeah, I was in it like back in the eighties, like a crossover band. Oh yeah. And we were we were signed to Metal Blade at one time. Really? Yeah. Man, I really, love... somebody just uh, a le- rec- label called Heaven and Hell just re-released uh, all of our demos and the. Uh, the Metal Blade record about a year ago. We were supposed to do a reunion show in June, but it never happened. I'm jumping. I'm jumping on Discogs right now. See, I love that scene. I mean, I kind of grew up in that scene. Uh-huh. Like, like DRI is still one of my favorite bands. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I love, love all that stuff. Yeah, we, same. We, we played all those shows locally. Tons of shows. As a matter of fact, even now, I mean, because I, I just... Punk has gone in such a weird direction now, where I feel like such an outsider. I've actually been going back to a lot of that stuff now. I know Neil, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But man, I love it. It's it's got so much more of a rebellious energy than the oh, that freaking... crossover stuff was great, dude. Was good, good, good yeah. stuff. Yeah. 
Well, me me being older and from England, I'm a bit more traditional, I guess. I never I never <laughs> got into too much metal stuff, but uh, you know, I can appreciate uh, what, Motorhead, what, right? what you guys. Motorhead are, you is know. yeah, Motorhead and Thin Lizzy about as deep as I can go on that stuff. Yeah, yeah I mean, there there's some metal stuff that I really I don't really dig. Like, I mean, I like the old old Maiden stuff, like newer metal. I, I'm kind of not into. And like when I started getting into the punk rock back in like early. 80s and late 70s I, I was like metal was done for me then <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I i got appreciation for it again i mean i always like kind of 70s hard rock stuff i still like that but the metal i, I like i kind of lost it for a little bit i mean i still like some stuff but and with the eviction i was never the metal dude i was just like uh let's you know let's sound more like discharge let's some you know <laughs> i was always pushing for something different you know mm. yeah yeah. I'm gonna listen to that tomorrow if I remember. Well, it's some eviction. You gonna yeah, I gotta check that out. It sounds yeah. like it's right in my alley. Yeah, actually, it does. Yeah, I was why I was I was asking you before if you if you'd heard of heard of eviction. But there was yeah, so much had, like, there was so much good stuff or something that that were pre- really the three demos that came out there were real well received. I remember we sold tons of them, so that's hmm. where we got picked up by Metal Blade. And then, so have, have you always been from from Pittsburgh, or were you ever yeah. based anywhere yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, nope, always from Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, cause Tom's... Do, you tat- do you tattoo in Pittsburgh? You got a shop, or you tattoo somewhere? Where, where, where are you tattoo? Oh, yeah, I, I have I have two shops actually. Really? What are those yeah, called? I've been tattooing like thirty years. Oh wow! What are your shops? Pardon me. What are your shops? I got a shop in in the city called uh, Sinners and Saints. Okay. And then I got one a little bit out of the city called uh, Screaming Crow. That and that's the name of your label as well, right? Yeah, that's the I'm partners with in that tattoo shop with. The guy who puts out our record. Oh, okay. That's how that works. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, hey, Tom, have you ever been to Pittsburgh? I have. I love Pittsburgh. It's funny. I was only there one time, and uh, I, I was only in overnight. I was doing some work there. And God damn, that's a difficult city to drive around if you've never been there. But... Uh, yeah, it's got oh, a couple it's rivers. It's a pain in the neck. God, all yeah, of, and you know how I am with bridges. So bridges and fucking everything's one way. And damn, uh, I got confused oh, as hell. Horrible. Nothing's built on a grid. They were like, oh. Okay, a street will fit here. Let's just make this a street. <laughs> yeah, There's no places shit. where streets end, go about three blocks later, then they start again. It's just weird. Well, that's like <laughs> that's like England, to tell you the truth. I have oh, to, really? Yeah, it's just probably it's just same like type England. thing, you know. Yeah. Back when they were, you know, all the steel mills and everything, they were just putting people wherever they could build anything. Yeah, that's true. I just, I just remember going there, Neil, and be like, you know, I got that thing, and you know this about me. Like, if I go to a part of town, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try to hit every bar or whatever. The south side of Pittsburgh has so many bars. Oh, yeah. It's, it's insane. You would literally die halfway down the street, and it's got one of my very, very favorite bars of all time, and I bet you the Cheetah played there, the Smiling Moose. Yeah, yeah, we played there a bunch of times. So, so, yeah, so what's, yeah. so good, what's so good Actually, about the Neil, Smiling Moose, man? It's just a great bar. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's been totally redone since I was there. Yeah, just, it, it's uh, a lot different now. Because like, when I was there, they weren't even really charging for shows. They'd get all these cool no, shows. And, yeah, it was free. Yeah, and, you and they pay you from the bar. Yeah, well, but nevertheless, so so you, um, why don't we play one of the songs from the new record, quick, Neil? Okay. Before we get into this, what's what? What do you want to do first, Todd, from the new record? I don't know. You're quick. Let's let's try uh, maybe empty pockets or something. All right. So this is the cheats with empty pockets.
was, the cheats with empty pockets off the new album. What is it again? Cussing, crying, and carrying on? Is carrying that on, yeah. There yeah, we go, I called. got it. That's amazing. So 37 members, that's insane. That's like the Guess Who or something, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, the early years were the worst, and then the, I think the last, the record before this, Pussyfoot, and those guys were with me for like close to seven years. But so before there... that, it was like one member would leave, you know. It was always drummers. Of course. And kind of guitar <laughs> players. And basically, oh, but basically everybody. Basically everybody was, that is. There all, is there, there anybody other than you that's been there for the whole time? No, the last guy left right. We, he did a tour with us last year and then broke his wrist and couldn't play. And then he was like, oh, I'm done. So we had to, you know, got everybody new guys. So you guys, that was the other thing I was I was interested in. So you guys are an active touring band for the most part? Just based yeah. on the fact that you're older guys, I wondered if you were able to tour, if you had to work, or what the... I mean, I can basically do what I want, but, like, a lot of the guys, they're pretty much kind of do it, too. They get, they they save up their vacation days and whatever. Sure. You you are... know, and we do a lot of long weekends. Sure. That stuff. So, yeah, and then we all, like I said, we all save it up and go for it. Do our two week tour or three week tour. So do you, you hit the East Coast? You make it out to the West Coast? What do you? Where you? you... No West Coast. We do East Coast and we go down south. Oh, down south. Okay, I can see that. But yeah, we all, we always we always try to hit. Uh, Atlanta has this really great like Halloween type vibe, and we go. We always play the the Star Bar has a big Halloween party. We always play. Mm. It's like the third second week of October. So we kind of go down there and kind of go back. So is that as of right now? Is that still on the schedule, or is that all? Is I think hit? everything's up in here. We don't know. Well, because everything's just, on hold. I was just looking on Facebook, and it said that you've actually got like a couple of gigs coming up. Is that right? We got one. Well, they, I took that one down. We I actually put something up. We got something September nineteenth, I believe. It's like an outdoor gig in Erie, Pennsylvania. Ah. Oh yeah, okay. to... that's that's the one with quarantined and virus X, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been to Erie cool. too. That's the that's the Detroit Tigers. Uh, see, I'm in Michigan, and that's the Detroit Tigers Double A team is the Erie Sea Wolves. Oh, is it really? <laughs> it's it's a. I I remember Erie being like not that most exciting town, but I think one night, like on Thursdays or something during the summer, they like close off the streets and. Let you carry your beer from bar to bar. Oh cool. yeah, 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 da- yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, it's all right. My family, when I was growing up, had a uh, kind of little, uh, I guess, summer kind of thing up there. It was like the Beverly Hillbillies. And shit. I was gonna say, man, your summer <laughs> thing was in Erie. That yeah, I mean, that's what people <laughs> did. You live in like an abandoned paper mill or something? Yeah, it was like right on the. It was it was cool. It was like this campground, but you had your own trailer, and it was right on the beach. It was nice, man. A lot of the Redneck Riviera, man. It was just sure. a lot of That's drunks good. walking around, man. It was fun. <laughs> it sounds like Neil when he was a kid staying like the old army huts on the English beaches or whatever. That's yeah, what yeah, it, that's yeah. what I used to do, man. That's what we used to do, yeah, down at uh, Butlins, Butlins Holiday Camp. Yeah, it was basically like a concentration about, camp for kids. There you go. <laughs> the great thing about growing up poor is whatever is you don't really know it. You know, you're just like, mm-hmm. ah, this is well, this is what everybody does, right? No, that's oh, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's that's very true. So how so so how was the gig coming about with that with uh, with coronavirus and everything? How are you guys still uh, doing this? It's an outside gig, I know that. Mm. And I think uh, in PA you're allowed, I think two fifty or something like that. But you know, but there is social distancing, and you know, they're telling everybody bring chairs and masks and all that shit. So we'll see what happens. The, the thing, 
The thing I was most fascinated about the gig, if it's that flyer you sent me, yes, Neil, it is free beer. Is that yeah? It's it's like pay pay your and it's yeah. it's it's not, not super cheap to get in for a for a show, but it's you know for a punk show at least. But man, I, they don't know how much beer I can drink, and I've seen people in Erie they can drink beer. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, oh, because I think there's some weird thing that they you can't go in a bar and drink more than three beers. What? But if it's like a yeah, well, because of that Corona thing. Oh, they okay. Want, they don't want people hanging out in bars. Well, why are they open then? I don't know. <laughs> well, the bars aren't, aren't open around here. Oh, they're not. The only thing that's open is like restaurants, and you can get three drinks. Oh, oh, oh it's, it's it's so they, it's, it's to keep basically restaurants from turning into bars. Oh, yeah, I see. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's lame. Because that's the way it is here. It's like you have to do seventy percent of your sales, or if seventy percent or more of your sales are alcohol, <laughs> then open. So in other words. They'll, they'll yeah, look, it's know. something weird like that. That's but funny. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're billing it as like a private party type thing, like he rented it. I don't know. They, you know, it's we play up there all the time. So it was like, hey, you want to play Erie? And I was like, how are we going to do that? And they're like, well, it's outside. You can do this and this. I was like, uh, okay, I guess. Give it a whirl, huh? What do you got to yeah. lose? Well, it yeah, sounds right. good. It sounds good. I mean, any shot of normalcy right now would be good, right? It, it does. And people, yeah. are, and people are, you know, you know, people want live music so bad. It might be like, uh, you know, even if you normally draw there, you might draw like crazy numbers. Well, that, that's, yeah, that's what the guy said. I'm like, you think anybody will be there? He goes, nobody's doing nothing. They're just starving for music. Up here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Dude, I actually thought about we'll it for five minutes. <laughs> it's not that far from me, Neil. I mean, I'm, I, I think I can make it in like six hours or something. And you want to come up here? Well, yeah, so about ten hours for me. Yeah, okay. What we, need to do is, what we need to do is go have Todd tattoo us. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Come on. That works too. We're two hours from Erie, so two hours from here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're about two hours. But it's not bad because our guitar player, our one guitar player, lives in Cleveland, so it's he's oh, two he's hours from us. Yeah. So you you guys all over the place then? No, just him. Okay, because Cleveland to Pittsburgh is not too bad. Nah, it's like two hours. We can make it in two hours. He comes up once or twice a month, and then for gigs we do everything anymore we're writing we're just everybody has you know their own little studio things so we send shit back and forth sure so it just makes it easier all right so i was when i was first looking for you guys because i t- I'll tell you how i heard about you guys um i get the monthly magazine actually it's not monthly it's like bi-monthly the english uh like old school punk rock magazine vive la rock it's, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that magazine. Yeah, it's basically for the Rebellion crowd, right? It's, uh, yeah, Tom, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got a lot of 70s stuff in it. And, yep. you know, but they do, you know, they review new albums. Like an in, in-depth 14-page story about the Adam Ant reissues and stuff. Well, yeah, oh, I, 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 love, I love that magazine. Yeah, my, yeah. It's one of my favorite mags. Like, like this one has the suite on the cover. That will show you the kind of magazine it is. Yeah, um, but um, But, yeah, there was, there was a review of the album, of the new Cheats album in there. And I was like, because I'm always looking for new stuff to listen to. Uh-huh. So it gave it eight out of ten and gave it a really good write. Oh, really? So, I, I didn't see it yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I didn't get it. I didn't. I can't find it anywhere over here. Oh, well, I've got. I, the, usually I, get, I usually get it in like Barnes and Noble, and they haven't had they had the old issue. They don't have the new one yet. Yeah. Neil, you know, you maybe you better send it to him. And send yeah, it I, to I me. do actually have an extra copy. I can send you one if you want because they sent me two for some reason. Oh, you, uh, yeah. If you don't mind, or just take, yeah, that'd be great. No, it's it's all cool. Um, yeah. So they gave your album uh, eight out of ten. And uh, cool. gave it a good review. And um, there's also, I think you've got a full color ad in there somewhere too, in the magazine. Um, huh. But I was like, I got to check this out. So I went looking on iTunes. I mean, you think you know that, right? Somebody had to pay for that thing. 
Yeah, yeah. I didn't pay for it. I know that. <laughs> That's the important thing. Yeah. So I was looking at Apple Music for the cheats, and it was funny. Like, you, you guys came up. Your albums were all on there. But yeah. then there's another band called The Cheats as well, who was, I was like, this doesn't look like them. And like yeah, some kind it, of Euro Dan, trash band. Is it Dan Bath in The Cheats? There's Dan, well, he was warned. He, somebody told him, we were, when he named that, a bunch of our fans wrote to him, was like, dude, what are you doing? There's already a band called The Cheats. And he's like, well, there was two other subhumans, so who cares? <laughs> well, and the truth is, if it makes you feel any better, my sister and I got really drunk in Chicago one time and made him feel really uncomfortable. Oh, really good. <laughs> we played Chicago. I was hoping he was going to come to the gig. Well, he lives in St. Louis, I think. Oh, does he? But anyway, it doesn't well, well, anyway, it, it wasn't them guys. It was some other like Euro band. Yeah, who, yeah. Who... I think there's like a two-piece band or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was some, and, and it was like, wow, this doesn't sound good at all. But then I found yeah, somebody your asked album. Me, somebody asked me, was like, Man, you sound a lot different on that record. I'm like, because it's not me. That's why yeah. I don't. That's why I sound different. Yeah, that was when they were going for that uh, for that disco sound. Yeah, it's just <laughs> weird. Yeah, yeah. And like, how hard is it? To, I mean, we had that name since 2001. I mean, how hard is it to just Google a name? Right. Or, or yeah, I agree. Or even now, what I do, like, if I'm curious, I'll go on Disc Guys because that is such oh, a yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A deep catalog of band names. I mean, it, there's probably like six cheats on there. You know? Yeah, probably. there is. Yeah. So yeah. I just look. I just look for the handsomest picture of guys, and I know what you get. Yeah. <laughs> so let's 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 stick our song in here, Neil. What we what are you we do another one from the new album, or what? let's let's do one of the earlier ones. Do you want to, do you want to do one, an earlier one, Todd? Yeah, let's try. Um, how about NYC? Okay. And which album is this off of? This is off of. Uh, I'm drawing a blank, man. I, dude, I drink too much. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. Or not me, enough. Life Let short. Me... It's off life short. Oh, it's off life, life short. short. Okay. That was your last one before the new one? No, the last one was Pussyfoot. So where's life short fit in the catalog? It's four that's, right. that's the second record. The second one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we got so hold on. We got Cheap Pills in two thousand three, uh-huh. Life Short two thousand six, Pussyfoot in two thousand twelve, and the new one. And then we did a split with electric frankenstein in between that oh i love electric frankenstein yeah oh, you did? Uh, yeah i forgot about that there's some good songs on that one is uh, it like a four inch or a seven or seven inch or uh, it's a 12 it's a 12 inch vinyl only okay and it's uh, i think we did three or four songs yeah four songs you both did four songs i'm looking at it right yeah now. yeah that's cool yeah. that's cool all right so anyway so this is going to be um nyc off of uh you said it was off life short right yep okay nyc off of life short
Cheats with uh, NYC off of their 2006 album Life's Short. Good stuff. So, so you said you, know, you, you know I just remembered nope. off of the People of Rock thing. I think a couple years ago they were doing a cover. See, you know how they give you CDs? Yeah, on the cover. Yeah, they used to anyway. And they don't. Yeah, they had. Yeah. Um, we were on one of those. We did a. Uh, we did Hammersmith Palais, the uh, Demolition 23 song on there years ago. That was. I remember that. Hmm. So that's it was a while ago. No, that's something you guys actually do. I've noticed is like at least on the first few albums, you got like covers on every album, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and the uh, bass player who's playing with us now, and the old two old Cheats members, we had a uh, cover band, and we would do. Uh, we had like sixty covers we used to do. Oh wow! So we used to just we used to just pull them out. It was all like, you know, seventy-seven type stuff, or like we did like. Uh, you know, vibrator songs, all kinds of stuff. And all I had to do with like heartbreak. We did like dictator songs, just mm. all cool shit, you know, but like kind of not your average uh, everyday thing. So when we played it, people was like, Oh, I love that song. You write." We're like, we didn't write. It's a cover, <laughs> you know, cause we were, was, we were called the torn apart hearts and was like all cover songs. Yeah. Cause torn apart hearts and all. So like 77 songs about heartbreak. Like there's like 60. So you did like you did like uh, can't put your arms around a memory and stuff like that. Yeah, all kinds of weird shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, so that's on, funny. On, on life, it's almost high concept. Yeah, on, <laughs> drunk on, concept. On, <laughs> on life short, they do surrender by Cheap Trick and hanging on the oh, telephone yeah. by Blondie. We oh. I think we do the nerves version. Oh, okay. So you got that original version. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then on Cheap Pills, I was noticing um, you do Young and Dumb. Right? Yeah, young and dumb. Yeah. By the, by the Bobby Teens, right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but we no, we did it by um, River C- Rubber Rubber City Rebels. Okay. Mm. Yeah, because I was like, I recognized this song, but I couldn't remember where I knew it from. Yeah, it was the Rubber City Rebels did it. I think it's like '77. Oh shit! Okay, I I never knew that was. Uh... Yeah, they're the guys that wrote it. Oh, okay. It was cool. Well, I actually sung it with them one time. They did a reunion, mm. and uh, they were from Akron. Yeah, from uh, the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were friends with Devo and Dead Boys. I think the guitar player was in the lewd at one time. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah. Bobby Cheek a Cheek or whatever. So you said you, you said you get restless, Todd, like you, you hate sitting around, like literally your band wanted to take a month off and you started another band. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You've been doing like the last five, six months to stay sane. Uh, we're practicing. And, yeah. and and writing stuff. Well, it's different now, I think. With like all the technology, with the, my guitar players now, that they, they uh, you know can do stuff on computer and send sure. it to me or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, write lyrics to this, do this. It's just more than like not doing anything, you know. So it took you eight years to do the last album. It might take you like two years to do the next one, huh? No, we already got eight songs. Really? Yeah. We've been I, very prolific. <laughs> I I assume you were planning to tour this year behind the record. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a bunch of stuff planned, but. 
that's not happening. <laughs> so you got you got a show now in Erie, which sounds fun. Yeah. Which. Yeah, maybe we should drive over there, Neil. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it sounds but, fun. All day, noon till six. Yeah. So you, you, I mean, do you even dare start booking stuff yet? Are you booking stuff for twenty? No, no, I didn't. Not yet. I, I, we, I don't know what's happening. So we're just kind of, we'll take stuff as it comes. We had a bunch of shows that we were supposed to like open up for national acts that all got canceled. Mm. So it's like, yeah, it, like I said, an eviction reunion was supposed to happen. I sold tons of tickets for that around here, and you know, nobody's booking. Nobody's booking anything. Where, so, where where was that show supposed to be, just out of curiosity? It was a place called Spirit. That's in, in Pittsburgh there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was part of uh, this uh, metal fest they do every year here. We we're going to be the Friday show. Oh, uh, what's, Friday what's show. that called? The girl from Lady Beast does it. Because um, it's, it's usually real heavy stuff, a lot of heavy stuff, right? Some yeah, rock. yeah, yeah. And they usually get some weird bands like you know, to come out of retirement to do shit, you know? Because I remember seeing the lineup, and it was so... I mean, I've, I've seen it for years past. Like Midnight Plays, all kinds of weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I could think of that, because I've seen... I mean, it's a, it seems like a really cool deal, but it's small. I mean, it's in... It's not like it's, you know... It's not oh, like the, it's in a 2,000-seat theater. It's in clubs, right? No, the, the, um, the thing she does on Saturday is the big show, and that probably... That's at Mr. Small's, which probably... It's an old church, so it holds probably... Thousand at least. Thousand people. Huh. Yeah. And where we were playing, I think it holds like 300 or something. The Friday show was a pre show, and that holds like 300. So, so you packed that place, huh? Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, I was selling tickets like I couldn't believe it. So you're going to try that again next year then, or is it, was that yeah, one of those she's, like she's lightning? To, no, no. She was like, you guys still want to play next year? And I'm like, yeah, we'll do it. So, so what time I mean, I'm still the- friends with the guys in the band, so it's not like so we're what- enemies or anything. What time of the year is that show usually? In June. In it's June. Usually in, yeah. It's usually in, you know, there you go, Neil. Summer. There you go, Neil. Next June. <laughs> next June. You've planned my next summer already? Okay. <laughs> At least if I had something written on my calendar, maybe I could, you know, Get excited. Have, a, yeah. have a little joy. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. Like, I felt bad. Like, I had to take the uh, cheat stuff that was written down, like what we were going to play. I had to took it down today, and I'm like, ah. No, no, no. I have people call me. Is that show happening? I'm like, no, nothing's happening, dude. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's horrible. So you guys got a video for the. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. All right. So did is that like a quarantine video? Did you guys like shoot that individually and splice it? Yeah, together? the thing was, it, we were like, like I said, we were all bored shitless. The record was coming out. I was like, what, what are we gonna do? And you can't we just, play a freaking release show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were just like, you know what? Let's just make a video. We'll pick a song, and we're like, ah, oh, let's do it's all right. And then they're like, okay, here's what we'll do. A friend of ours who, all, who does all of our videos, Larry DeGuello, said, just everybody film it on your iPhone or whatever phone. I need one horizontal, one vertically. Just send it, send it to me, and I'll put it all together. So I told everybody in the band, I'm like, just don't tell each, don't send each other what you're doing. Just do it, and then. Send it to Larry. Did you get so to see what that? happened? Did you see that, Neil? No, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the video. No. There we go. But it's it's pretty it's pretty funny and it's amazing because I man I swear the vi- the videos now being shot on iPhones are better than like 1982 MTV videos. Oh no shit! Yeah, I was watching <laughs> I, I was watching that old Kraut video for Old Twisted. Uh, all Twisted, yeah. Yeah, but man, that video was so terrible. Oh, it's horrible, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting to see like you know tracking things from old 
VHR, VH, you know. Yeah. It looks like it like, cost about five dollars to make. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it seemed like they wanted to be stuck in the Tron video game, didn't they? <laughs> if you look at even the cover for their one album, it had sort of like a weird, like, outside of a spaceship kind of vibe to it or something. Yeah, it was just in black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, of course, I bought that album on the, I have to say, not on MTV. I went out and bought that album, I think, same day. So, What's that? Album. Uh, that, that first Kraut album, Adjustment to Society. Yeah. No? You yeah. disagree? I think it's pretty good. Oh, it's a good oh, album. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, good yeah, album. Yeah. Now, one yeah. of those guys, what, I think the guitarist, didn't he go on to be in, like, Murphy's Law or something like that? He's a Cro-Mags. Oh, Cro-Mags, okay, there Doug you go. Doug Holland. Yeah. He has a Facebook page he put up, like, a couple years ago, selling crowd shirts, and I wrote to him, I'm like, yeah, dude, I, you know, he goes, they're this much, I'm like, I want, like, four of them, which, which, you know, tell me the postage. Never heard anything, and I think, like, a year, this is, like, two years later, he's like, well, this is the postage, but I don't have them anymore. <laughs> yeah, great, thanks. Yeah, perfect. Thanks. Yeah. I know one of the sure players either went from Kraut or from um, Battalion of Saints. There was some crossover between those two bands too. Hmm. Oh, really? Huh. I can't remember which was. It was the guitar player. I can't remember which way. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. See, these are blurry, blurry thoughts of things I I once knew. And that's why people listen to us, Tom, because they exactly. want they want new shit too. <laughs> they want new shit also. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so are you guys like got yourself in that cool position? Where, like, any time a good compatible band comes to town, you get, like, first dibs at opening the show? Yeah. Because <laughs> you know the guys who owns the clubs, or you just draw, or what's the... Or, or, uh, we know you, guys that own the club. We know the, the promoters, because, like I said, I've been in bands since 84. So I kind of know everybody. And who, who's, who's, your said, favorite, who's, who's your favorite band to come into town and play? Who you look forward to the most? Um... Friend-wise? Sure. Um, there's a couple bands. I like, oh, used to be the... Did you ever hear the Biters? Oh, yeah. Biters. Love. I saw those guys. Yeah, yeah. all them guys. We're good friends with all them guys. Yeah. Wildlife, Ravagers. Uh, Super Suckers are always a good time when they come in town. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll play with anybody, man. But, yeah, those offhand are bands that we actually like to hang out with and drink beer and have fun. Are Biters what? still going, or do they break up? No, Tuck got a another band he was going to produce the new record but we just couldn't time didn't work out right i i think i saw a flash photo in one of your videos of you and ba from sloppy seconds am i right about that or am i wrong May, I, there's probably a facebook no i thought like one of the videos like just a quick cut where it's just it like might, it might have been it might have been okay I, I don't know some of them video maybe give him the finger maybe that one song <laughs> yeah maybe right you know, I put one. You know how it is. You put one song out, and you're really yeah, paying yeah, attention. Was, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think I'm getting old, dude. I, I don't even remember. I <laughs> think so because when they come in town too, we play with them guys all the time too, and they're they're great guys too. They're, yeah, they're awesome. yeah. Yeah. was like our first like uh, like big guest we had. Oh, I, really? I, in like punk rock terms, but yeah, I'm kind of a devotee of those guys. I've seen them a bunch of times. Oh around, yeah, so. I saw them tons of times. They're, I, they're great. I love songwriting's great. Yep. You know. Good dudes, like, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always nice. Always nice. Yeah. So I'll tell you what. Should we play things you've just been talking up, the uh, the video for It's All Right? Maybe we should play that song, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, that sounds good. All right. So this is the... Uh, What's this from? This is from the new album, right? From the new record. Yeah, yeah. So this is The Cheats with It's All Right.
was. Jeets. It's all right. Kind of reminds me, like, kind of got that, like, we're a happy family. Not, not sound yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's okay. saying that, yeah. Hold that. Because let me, let me, <laughs> let me tell you what Vive Rock said about that. Hold on a second. I got my glasses. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Lead single, oh, It's Alright, thunders blindly onto Ramones Avenue. Oh, there you go. That's what it says. <laughs> hey, I don't mind. I love the Ramones, man. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Stabbed in the Heart is another futile, cheats, kissed banger. There you go, man. Oh, that's a kiss? Okay. Yeah. What? Okay. I was going to kiss the ones that got me into music, so okay, that's cool. No, it said, no, no, it said cheats, kissed, banger. Oh, kissed. So it's a banger okay. that you guys have kissed, I guess. That's and what it's trying to say. It. Okay, good. It says, Ego, it says your album is an unapologetically deep-fried and morally shallow hot dog <laughs> smothered, in, <laughs> smothered in luminous American cheese. <laughs> there you oh, go, see, man. that's good. Hey, <laughs> Put that's that on the wall. Great. I like, put that on his shirt. Yeah, eight out of eight out of ten, and that's that's the reason I bought the thing. So there you go, man. That's the reason I looked it up. So you can't beat that, right? That's funny that that those pretentious British bastards like that so much, well, the, right? No, no, but these are old guys, man. These are old guys. These are all the guys who go to rebellion and shit like that. So yeah, they, yeah, yeah, know, right. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think we got one in classic rock. I don't think they liked us too much. I think oh, it was no. six out of six out of ten. Well, even that's not that that's terrible, good, right? But that's a big magazine to be uh, reviewing of band that's he sent you know a, a kind of counterculture type band isn't it yeah 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 i guess I mean, any publicity good publicity oh i don't care dude all my favorite bands always got shitty reviews so well, it doesn't I, matter right you know? you know like you know rolling stone loves to tout their credibility but like every major like musical breakthrough they usually they shit it. Oh, yeah, they shit all over yeah they hated the ramones they, hated the class yeah hated ramones hated acdc hated motorhead yep hated um, sex pistols hated all that sex. shit Savage, oh, yeah. the first Black Sabbath album, and now if you go into their archives, it's totally different than the original one they ran oh, yeah, in 1970. Yeah, yeah. You know, they always have you know ten best guitar players, ten bliss, but and it's like all this shit they shit all over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's hard to be visionary. What are you gonna do? They're they're more concerned. They're more concerned about their freaking commie politics now than anything else. So. <laughs> okay, you're gonna no, you're not gonna turn to the Godoys again, are you, man? No, 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 no I gotta turn it. I don't know, Neil. A lot of people seem to like that. A lot yeah. of people. People yeah, are true. sick. Of this. People are sick of all the PC crap. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You ever, you ever worry about that, or you ever you ever worry about the cancel culture? You know, brigade showing up at your house, or I mean, do you you worry about that, or, or are you just you just who cares at this? I point? try not to think about it. But it's just so weird anymore. It's like you can't have an opinion on anything. You know, I, I had a I used to wear an Iron Cross. I had since we toured first time in Europe. Two thousand. Uh, 1998 or something. Somebody gave a fan gave it to me when we were. So that was that was, silver, I, that was a silver tongue devil. Yeah, I love that thing, man. It was cool as shit. I got so much shit in the last year about. It. I used to wear. I wore it constantly since then. I got so much shit about it. I took it off and never. Well, for being, they're saying you're, you're Nazi for wearing an Iron Cross. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and here's and here's the thing with that. It's also like ignorant people because the Iron Cross yeah. came about oh, in the yeah. First World War, 30 yeah, years before there was fucking Nazis. That's when it was. That's when it was from. It was from yep. the First World War. First World War. And uh. Yeah, that and dude, I had a a Zodiac Mind Warp in a Love Reaction shirt. You, ever, you know who Zodiac? Oh Mind yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And it, it the they're uh, have like an eagle type on the front. We were playing a show, and these people were like, "Why are you wearing that Nazi shirt?" I'm oh, like, "It's not sake. a Nazi shirt, dude." Oh, so it's, that's it's, a, I'm so it's glad. Love Reaction on it, man. I'm so glad Lemmy didn't have to live to see this crap, right? Oh, right. Horrible. You know, um, yeah. Just pick and choose, and it, you know. There's a lot of shit like, 
it's the same people are PC, but they love like fucking Gigi Allen and you know. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, he beat women up. What, what are you telling me? You know. Well, that's the it's yeah it's it's the the whole they like they can choose who they like the problem who gets my, a pass. My fear is a band like you guys that are clearly like tongue in cheek. Oh yeah. Like, nobody can take a joke, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. It's a real bummer, and that's why I went earlier when I was saying, you know, I think this is why I've actually been drawn back towards a lot of thrash and crossover, is because it doesn't seem like that's got bit by that as bad. Not yet, not yet, I guess. All the guys who listen to it are, like, at least, like, 45. <laughs> and yeah, just don't yeah, care. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're picking and choosing any shows we do anymore. It's like, do we want to play with this younger band who's going to get this younger audience to, like, oh. dig us or something, you know what I mean? Or does, don't get anything? So it's weird, man. Yeah, I hate. I hate. Like, I don't want to police myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's. Well, it's punk rock. You shouldn't have to police anything. That's exactly. the whole fucking point, man. It's like that's what it is. Yeah. For when one did, thing? Like you know, what, 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 when did it become so safe? You know. Exactly. It was always dangerous. Yeah. Well, it's not now. Now it's a freaking. No, not now. Uh, it's a bunch of it's. It's as uniform as any other it, it might be the worst it might be the most conformist style of music there is in a lot of ways uh it's a yeah uh, you know just working here I, I work with a lot of younger people here who work for me and they're all into the, like the punk scene and stuff which is cool yeah. and, like i'll get dudes coming in you know huge mohawks and all this shit and i'm i just like sit there and i'm like dude i got my ass kicked for years so you can look like that dude yeah <laughs> <laughs> i remember in the age just stand you know sitting at in Oakland where the colleges are and dudes would just pull over and chase us with baseball bats. We weren't doing anything. <laughs> right. We were just looking like freaks. And we we're always like, yeah, I was into punk rock when it was called Hey faggot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the, and the great thing is you got, now you got 20 year old kids coming in saying, Hey, tattoo my face. Right. Oh man. 16 year old kids. dude. Oh Jesus. With their parents. And we're like, no, like, their oh, parents are going to sign off. Parents on this? are going to sign off on it. Oh, dude, it's, it's unbelievable. We're like, no, we're like, it's pretty bad when a tattoo guy is giving you... Uh, giving you advice? <laughs> yeah, advice to, on your life. It's like, dude. Ironically, you'd be a, better, be a better parent. Yeah, face and hands. We're like, they're job killers, dude. We don't do those. Yeah. We don't do it. I'm like, no. We won't you hear that, Neil? Well, yeah, that's what, that's what the Godway said, right? Because when you go into well, airports and stuff... Been, I know you've been dying to get your hands tattooed. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> well, hands are fine. I mean, face is one thing. When hand, yeah, I think face, hands is, be yeah face is crazy. Yeah. And it's got all these, look, I guess, all these young rappers have them. Yeah, they all want to yeah. be uh, YouTube rappers or whatever the fuck it is. What kind of sting power they got, right? We'll see what they're doing when they're our age, right? They're going to be yeah, working. Yeah, yeah, right? Looking pretty funny working at Little Caesars with the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right, I mean, we, we were we tattooed a bunch of Pittsburgh rappers back in the day. I mean, my shop was right. My buddy had a like a hip hop store that was two doors away. I used to come in there and then come in like Wiz Khalifa used to get tattooed by us. Did his first tattoo with us. Uh, Mac, Mac Miller used to get tattooed by us. Those guys are from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So it's like it was weird. It was like I think of Pittsburgh. Of- you know, I'm trying to think. Tom, you still there, buddy? Yeah, it keeps fading out. Tom, you've gone. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I thought you'd gone to Pittsburgh for a second. No, the only thing I can think of with Pittsburgh, of course, the big punk rock band, of course, is Annie. Yes. Who I could give her to. Oz Rotten, too. Oz Rotten was from here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oz Rotten was great. Uh, They're actually early members were in the Chiefs. Uh, Oh, wow. Wes, who played guitar early on, and a drummer, uh, Jim Blyer, was in the Chiefs for about 
Wes was in there about two, and uh, he was on one record, and I think Jim, the drummer, was with us for about four years. He was on almost like two records with us. Huh. But if we're being honest, who wasn't in the cheats, Todd, right? Exactly, yeah. We were just <laughs> paying anybody. Two we'll, dudes were coming in for one day playing gigs. Just insane was in and there. Quit. No, I was going to nah, say. he when, wasn't in there. <laughs> when I think of Pittsburgh, I always think of, of course, Annie Flag. They said, I, I can kind of give or take. Um, but Submachine was the great. Uh, them guys are friends with uh, Yeah, we're, I'm totally friends with all them guys. You should do They're a all split. Good guys, I think they've done a split with just about everybody, haven't they? We always talked about it. It's like that bar talk. We're like, let's do this, let's do that. Yeah. And then it doesn't happen. I mean, we play shows with them all the time, sure. but you know. I was uh, I was in Pittsburgh with my buddy, and we're drinking during the day, of course, because that's what you, when you're out of town. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Alex from Submachine, and we sat in the bar with him and had the most magical afternoon doing Jaeger shots, just for no good reason. Where, on was a... it was it Piper's? It was. <laughs> I remember he was working at an English place. Yeah, that's it, Piper's. And it was across the street. That was across the street? Okay. Yes. But it was a good time. Was... Yeah, yeah, he's a, good, he's a great dude. I love Alex. Bro. I didn't realize, and then, and then I go home and look at my 7 inches, and literally like 90% of the 7 inches that came out in the seven or in the 90s, thank him. Yeah, thank yeah. Him. He's, he's a, he's a Thanks, guy, Alex. Man. Yeah. Those guys yeah, still... Alex is a good guy. They still play? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. No, should I they should I know play. Submachine? Because I don't I don't know them at all. Never never even heard they, of them. Pittsburgh. They were the Pittsburgh punk band, man. Hmm. They they toured relentlessly in the '90s. I don't know if they tour anymore much, but they do every. I guess every once in a while they'll do some stuff. But uh, yeah, they were on, they had a bunch of splits out with people and uh-huh. they're just good guys. They're all good guys, man. Yep. They broke up for a while. They got back together. I think a couple a year or two ago, maybe longer. But yeah, they're 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 back, but nobody's doing nothing, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, and who's not going to survive? That's the question. And my, my fear, even more than the bands, because bands will always sort of come and go. The bars, man, the clubs, the yeah, I'm I'm, I'm worried, dude. At one time, I was thinking about buying, like right before this happened, I was thinking about buying a, a like a little small bar club. I'm I'm like, man, I'm glad I didn't do that. It's going to be some cheap ones available once this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm hoping. Are you able? <laughs> How long did you have to shut down your tattoo parlor? Are you still closed? We were or? shut down March. Well, I think it was like March twelfth or something till June fifth. Wow. So I mean, that's no small amount of time. I mean, that's no, March. Dude, it was it was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so now what, you're t- what do you have to do special now? Are you cleaning up? Are you wearing masks? What are you doing? You know, basically, only thing that changed for us, we can't have people in the waiting room. Okay, mm. and uh, we wear masks. We did everything else before. We were, we were always had everything wrapped, everything wiped down. Mm-hmm. You know, everything. Ta- you know, tattoo shop should. You right. know, what I mean, everything disposable. You know, everything. Like I said, anything we did, you know, there's no waiting room. Walk-ins are very minimum. You got to call, see mm. if you can get in, uh, and wear masks. No, were you actually doing any, any any tattooing yourself anymore, or you just you just don't? Oh yeah, I, t- I tattoo. Oh, you still day. do? Okay. Yeah, I tattoo every day. Okay. What what's what's your specialty? So we barge in there after COVID nineteen's over. We finally make it over to Pittsburgh, and we barge into your shop and say, "Hey, you remember those two Midwestern jerk offs who you talked to on the podcast? <laughs> That's us. We're ready for a tattoo. What's your specialty? What are you giving? What are you giving us? I like American traditional stuff. Cool. Okay. You know, classics. Classic cool. stuff. Stuff that's going to look like a tattoo, and you know. 50 years. Still going to look like a tattoo. <laughs> Not based on a meme. 
or little thin line watercolor bullshit. Ah, yes. That's a unique, <laughs> that's unique Neil. Some thin line watercolor, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. We signed yeah. up for that. All right, we better jam another song in there, my okay. friend. Um, yeah, we were talking about Hammersmith Palais before. So, which album? Which album is that off of? Nah, I think that's off Life Short too. Okay. So, so you, this is a cover. When I when I saw the video, I'm like, oh, it must be the Clash song, but it's not the Clash song. This is a cover of who is this? Uh, Demolition Twenty Three. I'm not familiar. Is, uh, yeah, it's a great great record. It's hard to find. What it's Mike, were... Monroe, Mike Monroe singing? Uh, oh, like from Hanoi Rocks? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. I forget who else is in the band, but little Steven wrote the song with him. No kidding. Yeah, the song. And, you know, Mike Morella loves old punk rock. You know, that 77 stuff. He yep. loves all that shit. So it's, he does, on the record, there's a lot of covers and uh, five or six original. It's really, it's a great song. Man. They were English, right, Neil? Hanoi Rocks? No, Finland. Finland, from yeah, Finland. from Finland. Yeah. Finland? Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. Good luck finding that one on a map, kids. Yeah, we played with Mike Monroe a couple times. It was great. He was a nice guy. Okay, I remember when he had a little bit of a soul career in like the late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, he he got the last three records he put out were pretty good. Yeah, he huh. put he put he one out last year. He back. put one out last yeah. year, I believe. Did he really? We're yeah, like a glam. Oh, no. Uh, no, maybe oh, I'm maybe wrong. Maybe I'm glam wrong. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. The tour before that we did when he was playing with Dragon, Sammy Yaffa was in the band with him. Uh, this was there. It was it was good, man. See, it's funny. Huh. It's it's funny that you mentioned Dragon because yeah, because you guys remind me of the Backyard Babies a lot. Oh really? I was I gonna love say Backyard yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say they're one that. of my favorites, man. Yeah, our guitar That's... player is totally into them. Hmm. Well, both are, but yeah, I, I like that Swedish rock stuff. Yep. So that would like helicopters, Lucifer, all that stuff. I love that stuff. Yeah. Well, we got distracted there, didn't we? So anyway, so yes. we're going to play this. Okay. <laughs> we're going to play this song, Hammersmith Palais by the by the Cheats. Um, yeah, here we go.
Hammersmith Palais by the Cheats off of the album Life Short from 2006, which I believe is CD only, right? You didn't put that out on yeah, vinyl? Yeah, that's CD only. Okay, that's a drag. Only thing on vinyl we have is the Split Electric Frankenstein and the new record. The new one. So and I is... had to pull teeth to get that, man. Why? Nobody... Yeah, it's, well, it's expensive. Yeah. So why is it the kids in Europe still like rock and roll and the kids in this country couldn't care less about it? They're listening to face-tattooed SoundCloud rappers. I don't. I have no idea. I wish I could figure that out. If you out. knew that, you'd be you'd be like uh, bigger than the Foo Fighters, huh? I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know why. It's like nobody, no kids like rock and roll or, you know, shit like that anymore. I don't know. I, I've, I've interviewed a bunch of, like, of uh, European bands, and I always say that. What is, what is it? And he said, you know, American kids are more distracted. European kids are... <laughs> Well, but I'm no, sure. I mean, I mean, kids, I mean, kids in England aren't listening to it. I mean, kids in England are the same as they are here. So it must be like mainland Europe or something that you're talking about, because and then stuff like that. They're listening to rock and roll. Yeah, I don't know. Same as Japan, right? Big in Japan. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing in Japan, Neil. I don't know. <laughs> you sounded we kind of sad then, Tom, yeah, when you said we that. We were supposed to go to Japan, I think, last year, and something fell through. Wow. Yeah, that would have been fun. So. You guys, you guys have toured your. You guys have toured Europe. The Cheats haven't now. Oh, it's it, it's so hard anymore. All the guys that I, uh, you know, used to know to book shows anymore aren't booking shows. Sure. But uh, we we actually we actually had a booking agent that we got right before COVID. He's going to hook us up with stuff, and like he's a bigger booking agent, and you know that fell through. So nobody's touring. Yeah, and and who knows how long it's going to be before American bands get back into Europe anyway. Oh, yeah, exactly. We got maybe, a plague. Maybe 2022. Well, unless you want to tour Portugal or something like that, that would be fine. I think they'll let you. Oh, America, do. <laughs> something American, real loose on the... I mean, they're real loose on... Maybe you're getting paid, too, but they're real loose on letting you in, so... Um, so, well, when you were, when you did tour all over the world, though, because you, you toured all over the world with uh, one of the other bands, right? With uh, Silver yeah. Tongue Devil? Yeah. So where were some of your favorite places to play, you think? I love Germany. Germany's my favorite. Hmm. Anywhere in Germany. Now, why was that? Just because of the fans well, not, or Because everybody loved rock and roll. He there. loves Iron Crosses. Like, yeah, he loves, loves Iron Crosses. <laughs> it, was like yeah. a, it was like a party every night with them guys, man. Huh. Was it? Yeah. Like I said, that was early. That was late 90s when it was a lot different. But it was <laughs> cool. I mean, Spain was cool. Yeah, I love Spain. Did you make yeah, it to England? So. No. No. Never okay. made it to England. Okay. Yeah, we were bummed. Hmm. Yeah. Couldn't get a, a promoter. Hmm. Okay. So you know you know a question we love to ask people, and I I don't know if this if this has any bearing on you at all, but because you've been around for a long time, any you ever play with the Ramones or have any interaction with any of the Ramones? 
I actually never played with them, but I had some couple interactions with them. Well, Good? Uh, Ugly? Yeah, they were all great. My oh, really? with Johnny, who was totally fucking cool with me. Oh, that's was, funny. He might be the only guy. He uh, yeah, saw your iron, uh, iron cross. Was, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is, this is when I was a kid. I, uh, shows here used to be 21 and over. Okay. And, you know, I was uh, and still in high school. I was just out of high school, maybe 18, something like that. Uh, they were playing at a small club. It was Subterranean's Jungle record. Yeah, oh, yeah. And um, they were playing a small club downtown. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go down there. Maybe if I can hear the sound check or, sure. you know, yeah. hang out and see what's, what's going on. I, I, that would be cool. So I, was da- I went down there like, I don't know, 10 o'clock in the morning. Sat out front of this joint all day. It was, a, it was over 20 months ago, so it was show didn't start till like 11 o'clock. I was there all day. Didn't see him. They must have went in the back door, and they could hear a little bit of muffled thing. So uh, they had like a ticket booth that was right out front. F- show finally started. Everybody went in. Guy the ticket booth goes, are you going to go in or what? You've been here all day. And I was like, uh, yeah. So I just gave him my money. Didn't card me. Didn't do anything. Oh, excellent, man. That's good. Yeah. So I walked in there, saw the show. Um, and after the show, I'm walking around holding a beer. I'm like, this is kind of cool, man. I'm 18. I've been in bars before, but, you know. Yeah. And uh, Johnny was there. It was like a balcony. And it turned into like a kind of like a rock and roll kind of dance club after. And uh, he was just walking around. I went up to talk to him. I was like, hey, man, I got to. Can you sign? I had like a dollar bill. I, guess. I was like, can you sign this? It's the only thing I had. And he's like, yeah, I signed it. We started talking. And they, they played psych- psychotherapy over the PA. And he's like, ah, oh, we got a new video coming out. It's this video. Uh, it's great. It got all the special effects in it and all this. And I, I talked to him probably about 20, 25 minutes. That's wow. Totally fucking cool with me. You know, and just like, okay, man, see you later. And I was like, man. And it, I just was like, oh, my God, this is so fucking cool. Yeah, that's, that's my Johnny story. And then through that 80s and early 90s, I worked at uh, a record store that was pretty popular around here. And uh, what was what was that called? Ides Records. Hmm. I don't know, but we would get all kinds of people. We were right across hmm. the street from where everybody would stay, and uh, they would come in all the time and buy like movie posters and CDs and records and all that. Johnny was always cool there. Joey was just you know Joey was Joey. CJ was really cool. Like he come up and he's like, "Hey man, you, you guys got any uh, Ramones bootlegs?" And you're like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh man, I'm bummed." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "I want to hear something that I played on because none of the stuff that he played on oh. came out yet." That would have been the golden era of like CD bootlegs, probably, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. We yeah, like whole shows. <laughs> yeah, like, soundboard yeah, tapes right and stuff. Here. And you know, he, he was cool. That, that that store was really cool at the time, man. We tons of bands came in and we're. Hanging out with Metallica for two days. Is, is, that, is that still around? Yeah, it's still around, but it's changed a lot. Everybody who worked there that were cool and in the know, they don't work there anymore. So it's not really... I mean, it's still there, but it's not like it was. Hmm. That used to be like the happening spot, you know? Everybody went there for records. And, I remember doing a little record shopping when I was in Pittsburgh, but I cannot remember for the life of me where I went. How long ago was this, Tom? Was this a while ago? Oh, I bet you it was 15 years ago, Neil, honestly. You probably went to Jerry's. Jerry's was, was always famous. 
there's a cool record store we go to now called the attic where a lot of the dudes that work there work work at the attic hmm. but Add that to the list, you know, of things to do when we go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, Tattoo you, yeah you'll drive. <laughs> you'll drive, and I'm not driving. I'll, I'll take you out. I'll give you a tour. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. You you live in the city, or you live on the burbs? No, I live in the city, dude. There you go. In the city. For life, <laughs> huh? I guess I'm thinking about moving now, but it's getting too crazy. But yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like uh, it ain't good what's going on. But you know, the thing is, all this craziness that's going on, it's not limited to the big cities. No, no, no. This crap going on in Wisconsin now. Kenosha is not big. No, yeah, so, that's nuts. there's all kinds of crazy shit going. It really on. is, man, and that's why. Honestly, we we usually try to talk about everything but that, just because. Oh, let's have some fun. The world, oh, yeah, some, exactly. Yeah, sometimes suck. Horrible. Let's talk some rock and roll stuff, man. You know, <laughs> drinking and carrying on. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, that's what I want to do. I'm sitting here drinking beers right now. That's gonna be the name of the next album: drinking yeah. and carrying on. You got it. Drinking right there. and carrying on. Yeah. Fuck the cussing. <laughs> Be continued, right? That's actually, uh, I stole that title, actually. What did you steal it from? I stole it from my old Ike and Tina Turner record. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. Well, <laughs> you're just safe with us. Well, I, 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 tell you what, I tell you what, for anyone that wants to buy the album, too, I, I got it. I just got it yesterday. So it came in pink vinyl, which is nice. But then it comes with like a like a leopard print bandana and like t like uh, stickers and uh, and a guitar pick and shit like that. So yeah, they they really loaded this thing up. It's kind of cool. Oh man, I, yeah, man, I love always getting free extras. Man. Yep, that's, that's the best. Yeah. So so was the bandana like a post COVID thing or was that always? Yeah, that was we we use a lot of leopard skin stuff on all kinds of shit like leopard print. Mm-hmm. We're we have that shit everywhere. Like our amps are covered in that shit for years. <laughs> so it's like, oh, let's do some leopard print bandanas. And then this COVID thing happened. And everybody's like, oh man, just at the right time. Yeah. Cause the record was done and pressed and everything. We were just waiting for the plant to ship it when they shut everything down and the plant shut down. It was just sitting there. So it, it was done. And like I said, the bandanas were done months ago. Hmm. Where did you uh, Where did you have it pressed? I I don't know where Eric did. Was, I, was it in the states or did it have to come from overseas? I think it came from overseas. Oh okay. Yeah, because they were for a while they weren't flying anything. They were only boating things over. Yeah, yeah, it took forever. Because yeah. like, we also did a uh, more fistful of rock and roll record too. Oh, those those are the Electric Frankenstein thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did the uh, I guess volume three of the new issues. Yep. And that took forever. I think we finally got everything this week from that you got songs on that too uh we got a, uh something old on there oh, okay because we did when when they were putting that out we didn't record yet and they wanted they wanted something on there so we just gave something old we Dude, had. i don't know i don't know if you noticed them but his accent really came out man he sounded like mike dicker right there no he's no he's from pittsburgh originally pittsburgh. yeah you know when it comes out when i'm drinking so i'm drinking so uh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> coming too. out are you drinking, uh, Tom? That's, no, I'm on call for work. Oh, that's right. You're on call for work. That sucks. Sorry about that. So, yeah, I'm sitting here drinking. Not only am I not drinking, but I'm actually drinking, like, tepid water because my son freaking stole all the ice. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is personal problems, right? Yeah. Let's, let's, tattoo shop basement. There you go. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, what song we have to, Neil? Uh, we're going to do Stabbed in the Heart off the new album, I believe. Yeah. 
So yeah, so this is uh, the cheats of the new record. If I was drink, drinking beer right now, I almost certainly would have ordered the new record by now because that's what I do when I drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the more beer you drink, the more beer you drink, the more you buy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah. So this is stabbed in the heart by the cheats. <laughs>
was. I think that's the last one by the Treats tonight. Uh, that was Stabbed in the Heart off the new record, which you should all go out and buy because it's really fucking good. So. And it was by your like, Heartbreak band that used to play all the songs about getting dumped and stuff. What, that song? Yeah. No, that song was actually about my ex-wife's suicide. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. Nice one, Tom. I'm sorry. Well, I'm trying, I... Yeah, what the fuck? We're trying to lift people's spirits. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, hold That's on a crazy. second, though. Hold on a second, though, because one of the videos, I, I, like, they linked to a video on Discogs of yours, and it must, I think it was from the second album. And what was it called? Something like, You Broke My Heart, So I Broke Your Face. Oh, uh, Silver Tongue Devil? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was what that was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was Silver Tongue Devil. You Broke My Heart, So I Broke Your Face. See, That's now like that. We probably couldn't you... play that now. Yeah, I was going to say, that will get you canceled now, right? Yeah. Real well, quick. Well, that kind of sounds like a. Uh, I don't know. It's like that slap second song. I was going to say, yes, yeah, like achy, achy breaky skull, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it was before that, though. <laughs> yeah, that, it was funny. That was that video was on a. Uh, it was filmed for like a uh, not public access. It was a. Uh, it was like, like public a, news or something. Some kind of news. Yeah, show, yeah. News it was like a, you know, QED, which is like what Mister Rogers and everything was on. Yeah. Like that that kind of channel. Mr. Rogers and all the cheats. I mean, this is what could possibly go wrong. Yeah, yeah. It was funny because when we filmed at the studio, they all still had the Mr. Rogers stuff. It was really cool. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was some channel crazy. Was wholesome. Like, yeah, it was some wholesome channel we did that on. And they they were just like, what? Yeah, the 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 woman doing the announcing was just she she didn't want to she didn't want to say the name no, of the song and she was just shaking yeah. her head. <laughs> yeah, we had a buddy that worked on there and he kind of got us on that. So that <laughs> was good. It was fun. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was really weird. But that was the Silver Tongue Devils, you said, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. I see. There's a Silver Tongue Devil seven inch. Yes, with a Motorhead cover and like a Motorhead homage cover on the seven inch itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely a three beer purchase right there. Like, oh, I, I got one. Have... Hey, you know what? Give me your address. I got a bunch. I'll send you one. Do you really? Dude, yeah. I will. T- we'll totally do that. I'll trade you for that magazine that Neil's gonna send you. No, no, no. <laughs> it'll it'll come to me, and then maybe I'll maybe maybe I'll let you hear it or something like that. That'll be cool. Yeah. If you, I got. You know what? I got a couple. If you guys want one, just let me know. I'll send them out. Yeah, no, definitely. definitely. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I got some of that stuff. I have. That's my problem. I give away whatever. I have, and then at the end, I'm like, oh, I should have kept that, huh? Yeah, now, I mean, it's, now it's worth 20 bucks on Discogs, yeah? Yeah, 20 bucks. You get, you keep everything for yourself, at least a couple copies, right? No. Really? I give every, yeah, dude, I'm bad. I'll get drunk and give stuff away. <laughs> and I can't wait to come up there and drink with you. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Like I, give, I give stuff away, and I'm like, oh, shit, didn't I have that? Oh, man. Oh, I gave it to somebody. Oh, never mind. Well, still carrying on, right? That's it. So and, and and if you people out there wanted to know what the how the cheats describe themselves, here you go. This is on the Discogs page. A breath of fresh air that happens to smell like stale beer, cigarettes, and dirty sex. The cheats will be around a lot longer than any of these punk and emo poses will. You need this, you know you do. So there you go. <laughs> I don't know who wrote that. That's yeah, it's good. It's, this kind of no frills, no bullshit punk rock is hard to find these days. There you go. Cool. Yeah, I don't know who writes those. Well, it's good. Whoever wrote, whoever yeah, wrote it good. did a fucking good. good job. <laughs> do your PR. Yeah, maybe it's you, Tom. Maybe you did it. Maybe I did. Yeah. Maybe I was drinking beer and wrote it. I do write that kind of stuff. I think we had one time, uh, it must have been Silver, maybe a Silver Tongue Devil, somebody wrote, called us lard-ass monkey pumpers, whatever the fuck that was. Is that a compliment? Or a... <laughs> I, I, yeah, it was a great review, and I was like, 
I think it was Tesco V wrote it, baby. There you go. So you got to who knows with Tesco, you know? I mean, you know, listen, if Tesco calls you a bastard, that's a compliment. I mean, Tesco's yeah, a bastard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good review. I forget what he said. It was kind of funny. You played with those guys when they came out that way? Like, it's been several years now, but you ever play with them? Yeah, it was weird. The one Meat Met show, we did a Silver Time Devil reunion just to play it. Hmm. So that was kind of fun. Hey, do you have yeah, any, yeah, yeah, we played there, guys. Do you have any Lemmy stories? Did you ever play with uh, Motorhead or anything like that? We Silver Tongue Devil played with Le, with them twice. Oh, wow. Yeah. In Pittsburgh or on the road? Uh, we played in Pittsburgh with them. And it was mm. like one of their last shows on the tour. I guess they were they were supposed to be playing with like, uh, it was like that Scarhead, maybe like somebody mm. else. It was some other band, some weird shit. And like, they played, and then, yeah, we, we played with them, and it was weird, because Lemmy watched our whole fucking show, hmm. and then walked over to us and was like, where were you guys the whole tour? <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's amazing. amazing. Are you fucking serious? Dude, you, 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 that's when you whip out your cell phone and say, can you say that again? Oh, uh, <laughs> cell phone. I didn't even have one. And I was just like, what? And because like, that's, that's literally like the first cut on your new album, is yeah. Lemmy complimenting you, right? Yeah. And then he was like... Where'd you get that name at? Silver Tongue Devil. And I was like, where'd you think we got it? <laughs> I stole it off a fucking Motorhead record. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, listen. It was really cool, man. If you're going to steal it, the important thing is to steal from quality sources, right? Uh, I, I, I do it all the time. Exactly. Well, it's hard to, you know, everything's been done. So it, it, all you can do now is distill the best of what's out there. And try to make it better. Exactly. <laughs> or, or drunker or louder or whatever, right? All the above. <laughs> like... Like, uh, like our friend, like, uh, you were, I know, I know you picked a song by, uh, Johnny Thunders, Johnny yeah. Thunders, Heartbreakers. And, uh, I actually, you know, I've been listening to LAMF this week too. My, and like, man, they were, you know, they were a band that literally was doing fifties rock and roll, uh-huh. like, but with punk. And it was so good though. You so know? good. I, I love, I, Johnny Thunders is one of my favorite guitar players. Well, actually that leads me to my next, it's one of the questions that we ask our guests these days. And it's, we, 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 we did a whole show on this. So of the, Oh original, boy, he's going to put original, him on the spot. He's going to be pissed because he no, loves jo- other Johnny too. No, he's going to love it. He's going to love it. That's going to be a difficult one for him. So who was the, uh, who was the most important Johnny in original, in, in the original punk rock bands, Johnny Thunders, Johnny Rotten, or Johnny Ramone? Johnny Ramone. Oh, straight away. <laughs> That's my answer too, wasn't it? Bill? It was. Yeah, you said Johnny Ramone as well. Yeah, you did. I can only play the strokes. Yeah. I just thought they were totally, you know, original shit, man. Yeah. I mean, the, the pistols were cool. I, I, you know, basically it was, you know, 50s rock and roll. Same with the fucking Heartbreakers. But, you know, Johnny tried to do the bubble gum, but they couldn't play it right. So, you know, <laughs> then you have the Ramones. Yeah. Yeah, Ramones are one of my favorite bands of all time. Of course, I noticed your guitar player has the name is is his name is Ramones backwards. I didn't yeah, notice Rob. that straight away. Rob, Rob, you talked to he his old band toured with Motorhead. Oh yeah, a couple times. Yeah, yeah. they uh, he was the oldest in the band. He was seventeen. Wow. They had an, they had an eight-year-old singer. Shut no. Up. <laughs> yeah, they were they were called the they were called the Episodes, and they did a, a, a bunch of shows with them. That's funny. I never heard of them. An eight-year-old yeah, on the, yeah. eight year old on the road with Lemmy. That's great. They never put nothing out. Huh. He, Lemmy shared his Jack Daniels with this kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny. And we, we, uh, 
and I they used to play with the Chiefs all the time. That's how I knew Rob. And now when we play Cleveland, all them guys come on. And the singer used to be this little kid. Now he's like this huge, massive lumberjack-looking dude. And he's like, <laughs> you know, he's like 22. He's like, yeah, man. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, it's like, watch his name from the Crow Mags, right? Um, Harley Flanagan, Harley. right? Because he was like playing yeah, drums yeah. when he was like 10 yeah, or something, stimu- right? Yeah, and the stimulators or something, Yeah, and right? the stimulators, that's right, yeah. He was a legitimate punk rocker playing in bands when he was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Going to, I, it, it, it's so weird. I saw like pictures of him in like, you know, in clubs like Andy Warhol and shit. He's like a little kid. I was like, how the hell did that happen? Yeah. His, they didn't care. Well, his mother was involved with the scene or something. That's right, yeah. Around, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it, it's, I, I mean, she seem, seems like his mother might have been, you know, on par with the parents who were willing to sign for their kids to get face tattoos. But hey, what do yeah. I want? Well, it's better yeah, than yeah, Sid yeah. Vicious's mom, though, right? So, yeah, that's what true. are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, none of our moms are perfect, but none of them bought the heroin that killed us either, right? <laughs> yeah. Yet. Yet. <laughs> So we were gonna you were wanted to play a Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers song. Which one did we pick out? I can't remember. We picked uh, out uh, we we picked out one track mind. Yeah, one track mind. And why which, I always, which I always assumed was about girls, but it's actually about drugs, right? Yeah, it's about drugs. Yeah. Well, so do you want to <laughs> do you want to? They're all about drugs. Do you want to give a little introduction to this as to why you picked out a Heartbreakers song? Um, for one, uh, I I really love the Heartbreakers. I love Johnny Thunders as a guitar player. And uh, Walter Lohr just passed, so it's a great song. It's written by Walter Lohr and uh, Jerry Nolan, so uh, there it is. Yeah. The last heartbreaker. Yeah, all the heartbreakers The last have one. Gone. He was the last one. Yeah. Oh, the real heartbreaker. Yeah. Very sad. Not those posers that play with Tom Petty. The real heartbreaker. <laughs> the real heartbreaker. <laughs> that always confused me as a kid, because my older brother had a Tom Petty in the Heartbreakers album, and I'd heard, you know, just getting into punk in 77, it's like, oh, Heartbreakers, great, let me put this on. And I put that Tom Petty album on, I'm like, what? Uh, this isn't what I expected it to be at yeah, all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out why. So uh, anyway, all right, let's play it then. So this, you know, if you were a DJ, you would definitely not be hitting the post today, Neil. What? You, yeah, I know, right? You know, they, yeah, we keep going off they, track. When they talk at the beginning of the song before the lyrics start, we definitely have talked all over the lyrics. So that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, that's fine because we're in charge of this shit, right? Exactly. So uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers off the one classic uh, studio album, LAMF. This is One Track Mind.
There was one trick mine by the Heartbreakers, and if you don't, anyone out there doesn't have LAMF, you should go out and buy it tomorrow because that's sad that you don't have it. Yeah, right. they should have that. Yeah. Everybody, that should be like in the top ten with you with the records you have. Yeah. If you're a punk rock, yeah. And then get a couple must, of their lives. Or, if you're, or let me rephrase that. If you're an old punk rock dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, everybody should fucking listen to that. And especially some yeah. of the live ones where Johnny Thunders is going off on the audience and stuff. There, oh, my God. It's so funny shit. Yeah. I can't play that at work because it, it just, some of it's just like, whoa. <laughs> in, a, in a tattoo shop, you can't play that? What are you, what are you saying? Those kids getting tattooed. face tattoos no, will get kids offended. Don't care. It's just, you know, who knows? Yeah, exactly. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, anyway, you know, you got these, uh, people in disguise you know they they, they oh yeah 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 and then next thing you know they're like oh they listen to that they're saying next thing you know they're on they're on facebook going don't go here he plays music that's xenophobic and bad yeah, yeah. oh this weekend we had, we can't have anybody in the waiting room there's signs everywhere people from uh i guess out of state came in or out of town come in and we were like you guys gotta wait outside while we tattoo they they're like six people with one girl like you gotta wait outside. You can't be in here. There's it's small. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, we get this big, massive email written to us that we're a bunch of assholes. Fuck you. We only wanted to see our friend get tattooed, and I'm not gonna recommend you guys to anybody. You made a stand outside. It wasn't us who made you stand outside. It was COVID. You know. She goes, we would have social distance. I'm like, there's not enough room to social distance. Six of you in here. Well, you were social so distancing outside, so fuck yeah. off. And I'm like, what, you didn't have a fucking car? You can walk here? <laughs> you can't sit on the curb like a common squatter? Yeah. 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 Well, Go outside and sniff some glue, you sons of bitches. Yeah. The, great, the great thing is that you've been called an asshole by people you respected much more, so it didn't even really oh, yeah, fit. Yeah, yeah, I've been right? called, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I just played Mr. Nice Guy. I was like, well, I'm sorry about that. That's the worst thing, right? Having on COVID, having kiss these people's asses, these idiots' asses. We never, I never kiss. This is tattoo shop. We don't kiss anybody's ass. There you go. We're always well, like, and, get the fuck out of here. We don't need a tattoo. Exactly. They're like, Just, let me speak to the manager. I'm like, I'm the owner. Get the fuck out. <laughs> there you go. I guess you've been to a tattoo shop before. I'm asking for the manager. Yeah, the manager. <laughs> idiot. The man, they like, we didn't expect the manager to look like the, a biker, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and be able to pound our heads in. <laughs> So, yeah, what are you going to do, man? It's a, strange, it's a strange year, you know? It's It's been, I don't even know. Wish I had some words of wisdom. Words of You always have words of wisdom, Tom. What are you saying? I'm not thinking tonight, though. No? Well, you are working, my wisdom is My wisdom is mostly uh, beer-related, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not lu- lukewarm tap water. Exactly. Which is gone, <laughs> by the way. But that's right. Well, is, hey, man, is there any, anything else you want to... Uh, you want to promote or anything? I mean, do you want to? Share with you want... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, just the record, I guess. Buy the record. Yeah. You know, make it One help us break record. even. <laughs> record is called what? Say the name of the record. Cussing, crying, and carrying on. Russin, cussing and crying and carrying on. It actually, sounds like it could have been like a Hank Williams record. It or does actually, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Could yeah. be. Maybe and, I'll steal and... that the next one. And do they, have, do they have to go to like screamingcrowrecords.com or something to buy that, or where should people be looking uh, for that? Yeah, ScreamCurrectors.com, you can buy it. And uh, I think it's up on, like, Bandcamp, up on, you know, all the all the other sites. Yeah, but you guys should, so. you know, if you buy it, you guys should try and get the vinyl, because yeah, like I said, it's got little cool vinyl, extras with it. Yeah, I think the limited, it's limited edition pink vinyl with all the surprises. Mm-hmm. And I think there's black, there's regular vinyl, too, but okay. order it before it all, the uh, pink's all gone. And I think it's sold a bunch of it, so. So the pink's pretty limited. 
Yeah, the pink's the limited edition. Now, was it was was there a super limited thing that was that was signed or something? Do I remember that too? That some yeah, yeah, there already? was some. That, yeah, there was signed. It came with a necklace. Oh, there you go. That, that but I only bad. want to sign by you because I know the other guys aren't going to be in the band for more than 50 more minutes. <laughs> no, I hope, I, I, I'm hopefully, uh, hopefully they're going to be in a band. At least on the next record because they wrote how I've been on it. Well, Tom kind of plays guitar and I kind of play bass, so maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll go. come out to Pittsburgh as long as I don't have to drive. <laughs> it's a year and a half with these guys. Hopefully it, it can go longer. We're all getting along. You know, I hope it's not the honeymoon stage, you know. Well, that's there you cool. go. I, I well, hope it works. Like I said, the last, the last guys with me were like seven years. And they just couldn't do it anymore. Well, that's cool that you've already got eight, eight, eight new songs, you know, for yeah, the next for yeah, the next yeah. record after this one. And it's stuff that I it's stuff that I really like. Usually, I'm like, eh, I don't know about this stuff, but I'm kind of digging the stuff that we're coming up with. Now, are you going to do an album, or are you going to put it out in like an EP or something? I hopefully do a full length. Yeah, yeah, it may be leak. You know, a, we're supposedly there's a we might do a seven inch in between. Uh, we were talking about doing this weird, like uh, uh, basically a split kind of seven inch with like, uh, like a, we're, we're going to call it like a jukebox series mm-hmm. where you do uh, one original and then one like cover that would be on the jukebox. Okay. Mm. You know, like a, maybe a 70s song or mm-hmm. something from the 80s. Yeah, yeah. And with another band that do the same thing and do a split, you know, something like that. That would be cool. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So they have it like a I, re- I recommend album. summer. I recommend Summer Breeze by Seals and Croft. <laughs> I remember that when I was a little oh, kid. Some I was oh, some eleven was on that? the on the Grease soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, we got we recorded a bunch of covers when we went in to do this record just to have because we were we were working with a new studio. So we at first we went in and did like four or five covers to see what it would sound like. Mm. So. So someday when the deluxe version comes out, like ten years from now, if this thing's a hit, you're gonna get all those extra tracks. Yeah, probably. It's not gonna be a hit. Maybe we'll just leak. <laughs> we need something to put out. Well, I was gonna say, everybody <laughs> go buy this record because if you buy this record, then they can afford to make the next record. Exactly, and it's been selling pretty good. I hope that's what they say. Well, it, you know, the funny thing is, it's just that the expectations are so much different now than what they were. I mean, even the big bands are selling like a thousand copies on vinyl. You know? Yeah. It's not like it was, you know, when we were kids where it was like, you know, in the 90s when every band was like platinum, you know, and now you go to the CD shops and there's five million one dollar CDs of all these crappy bands or or the 70s where you go to Goodwill and it's all full of the 70s records, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So or we, or, we, or we go to Matt's garage and see all the fucking thousands yeah. of thousands yeah. of records he's got out there. Oh, uh, yeah. But most of those are 70s records that are, you know, that are pretty... A lot of lot of them out there. Yeah, dude. This this fr- this friend of ours, Matt. He um he owns a record store and he he bought like a was it like was it Tom like an eighteen thousand yeah. uh, album collection of some dude or something? Oh really? Yeah, and he's got them all in his garage, and it was just it was just mind boggling how much vinyl I, was out there. The guy who was in Silver Tongue down with me and worked at record stores is like like my best friend. He was in eviction with me too. He had a record store and he. St- still does that he he doesn't own a record store anymore but he does like record shows and all that mm-hmm. yeah he has like a, a duplex and the other side of his house is filled with all of his records ah that's how many records he has Jeez. that's am- I mean, it's insane that's amazing because if you're not getting along with your wife it's like ah, i'm gonna go live in the record house yeah yeah it's, it's insane <laughs> Just like walk across the hall you know and, and he buys people's collections all the time hmm. yeah it's I, I can't believe it's shitty. So I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" I don't know. I, 
I had just I just had this fear of like when I'm gone, my kids are just gonna throw all my stuff away. Just right in yeah. the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Like my my kids, I got three kids, and they like music. They they're music cool. But my oldest one, it's funny. He started getting into vinyl like last year, mm. and now he's like, "Hey, you got this record? You got this record?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm not giving it to you." <laughs> oh, you I'm, I'm gonna tell him just to give you a couple of beers. You give it to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. I give him stuff all the time though. I'm like, I have doubles in it. So I, you know what? I, I go in, I go into the record store and I buy a bunch of stuff, and I'm like. Then I go home and I look on my discogs. I'm like, you know what? I fucking have this already. So I end up giving it to him. But um, <laughs> yeah, he knows what's good. I'm like, oh, you lost my train of thought. But uh, yeah, dude, it's records are cool. <laughs> I, I I hate to be the you know when you pull up discogs at the record store because if you find something and you can't remember if you have it or not, but yeah. you always like guy behind the counter thinks I'm looking to see if it's too expensive or not. I always get like this paranoid. Yeah, yeah, I try to do it when nobody's looking. But the one record store I go to that I buy shit, he's always cool. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm seeing if I fucking have the record. Yeah, it's, that's it. Yeah, when you you got, yeah, I mean, I'm like that too. I'm like, I yeah. think I have the 7-inch, but I'm not and I, sure. Yeah, and I'm weird. I like, I mean, I've been buying records since I was a kid, so I there's stuff that I like. I buy if it's cheap just to fill holes, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I need this record. be a completist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like when I was a kid, I bought like a Boston record and two Boston records. Oh, I gotta buy, I gotta buy the third one. That's all I'm buying. You know, just weird shit. Foreigner. I gotta buy the second Foreigner record or something. There is some OCDness to record collecting. I don't think there's any question about it. Anybody who's seriously into it, I think there is a little bit of an OCD thing going on. Because oh, yeah. yeah, you'd be like, man, this record is not very good, but it's the only one I don't have. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely yeah. have band, definitely have bands like that too. It's but, like I gotta get it just to fill it in, man. I don't, you know. Pretty much, it's like you know, like like I'm trying to complete some life quest or something. Yeah, for those non-existent yeah. people who are going to come over and be impressed exactly. by looking at it. <laughs> I, I, I and friends, we have somebody who can appreciate each other's record collections. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. exactly. really, ninety percent of the world doesn't care, right? Ninety-nine percent of the world doesn't care. It's it's funny. Like I like that. Like the I worked in the record store probably from like mid '80s to early '90s. So all that shit that was coming out, I was buying. So now they're reissuing this shit, and everybody's like, hey, this is... I'm like, I already have that. I want something fucking different. I want something new. And it seems like I can't find anything I really want to... You know, you know, all those broken bones are reissued now. I'm like, they're like, oh, dude, the record store calls me up. All the broken bones are reissued. I'm like, I already I have them, man. They were in. It's like, what the fuck? Give me, you know, well, all the stuff do. that's cool, I already have. You sell your originals for twice the price of the reissues, you get the reissues that are sound better, and then you still have money in the bank. Yeah, yeah but then he's got to buy the originals again eventually because he'll be like, yeah, I could, you know. Yeah, yeah, I want the, the original press. Yeah. Of that. <laughs> yeah, I got rid of those, so I got to get those again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, well, exactly. You sure me. I, oh, I, I gave it away. I was drinking. I gave that record away. I got to <laughs> buy it again. Well, Neil and I have had this conversation before. You know, you look at a record like Nevermind the Bullocks. It's platinum, right? Sold a million copies. But is it really a million, or is it really like two hundred fifty thousand of us that have bought it like four times each? Four times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the first Ramones album, or Walk Among Us, or all these records that I just keep buying over and over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like tape. Or those, yeah, those ones that you know you, every punk rock kid already has. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the uh, one COC record, you know. Yeah. Oh, the first it's one, just, yeah. Yeah, it's just rotting vegetables, or you know, there's like yeah, 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 yeah. Over your head, this I know, I. I, you know, when I worked at the record store, I know I sold this like a thousand times. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think most people's moms just threw them away when they moved out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're fine. Every once in a while, you find them a goodwill. It's pretty hard now, though, with the internet. Yeah, with every yeah, with yeah, everybody's. You once in a while, you might hit like a garage sale or something, find some really cool stuff. You know, that was always the dream, right? The fifty dollars Les Paul at the garage sale. Yeah, yeah, right. But not only has the internet ruined that, it's actually made it worse because everybody looks stuff up and they think all their shit is worth the max. Uh, uh, exactly. Everybody thinks they got a fucking pot of gold. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, Every bird is a Ferrari now. It was the same with yeah. skateboard collecting too. Old skateboard decks you used to see them at garage sales and stuff. Now oh, you exactly, can't find yeah. you can't find shit. Even people selling shit that were like toy store boards, they're trying to get like two hundred dollars from them. And shit. Oh yeah, that's horrible. Veriflex. Yeah, Veriflex. Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. I had a Veriflex, but. I had one. They were all right. They were, I had an Eric Grisham model. It was good. They had signature models. Yeah. It was wow. Lord, man. Eric oh, Grisham. Probably in. Yeah. See, oh, see, brother. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up. Now I'd always heard that Eric Grisham was Jack Grisham's brother from TSOL, but I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that's true either. I never yeah. thought about it until you just said yeah. it. <laughs> I read Could that. be because he was like a weird. Uh, Surfer, skateboarder, dude. Yeah, definitely. Jock, yeah. dude. We played with them guys. They were really nice to us. It was Oops. weird because Jack actually uh, emailed me before he played with us. He's like, hey, uh, this was years ago. I, I really like your stuff and all that stuff. Somebody turned me on to it. I was like, oh, cool. Thanks. Another band that was cool. The briefs were always cool when we played with. Oh, the briefs are excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I think, we, it's, spelled, I think it's spelled different, Neil. What? Is it? It's AM, not OM. What are you talking about? Jack Grisham. Grisham is OM. Jack Grisham and Eric Grisham is AM. Jack Grisham right? is OM? I don't think Maybe so. Not. No, but I don't think yeah. that's right. It doesn't matter. Are you, sure, are you sure you're not <laughs> drinking? I think your son might have slipped. Oh, you're right. That's that an AM, too. Forget it. <laughs> yeah. Forget he's, it. He spiked your water. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> I'm in Michigan drinking water. You know, that's a lethal combination. Oh, oh that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is flint. true. Yeah. Anyway, all right, we better let this guy go back to his life. Did we have? Did we have another song, Neil, or no? No, we're done. We we did all. We did six, my friend. Yeah. Did we really? Yeah. We did some songs. Well, we can put another one on if you want. I don't care. If you want okay. to put another one off the new record, but the, maybe the first track off the new record. How's that? Sure. Okay. So we, we how about some how about some words of words of wisdom for us, Todd? What do you got? I have no words of wisdom. I'm an old fucking boring old man. I have no <laughs> words of wisdom. But you, but you're not because you're literally the first person who ever told us a positive Johnny Ramone story. And yeah, I love that's that. excellent. Oh, really? I actually love that. Really? Yeah. Because everybody we talked yeah, to, yeah, everybody talks shit on him. I'm like, he was always fucking. He was nice to me when I met him. I you love. Know? We both. Even in the love, record store when he used to come in, he was always really nice. You know, we love the Ramones, and honestly, we don't care whether or not they were dicks. It doesn't matter. Their legacy is untarnished. But I don't care if Johnny worshipped Satan with a swastika carved into his forehead. The fact <laughs> that I love the band, and, and you know, it's fine. But, that's, gonna uh, but the name, I, that's gonna be the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But everybody I know who, uh, but we hear so many horror stories about people about them being total dicks to people. So it's super really, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's super cool, super cool to hear. Cool. Uh, hey, I don't know. No, that's good. There you go. I don't think anything they like you like you man. anything they did. I don't think it could tarnish, you know, how I think about the Ramones. You know, pretty. So they're all dead. You know, I, I hate. Yeah. I hate it when people talk ill of the dead, honestly. When they can't yeah. defend themselves, you know? Yeah. So, all right. All right, I'll tell you what, Todd. So what song do you want to play us out with? Should we do Rock and Roll Life or should we do FDF? Which, tell us what that stands for. Fight, drink, fuck. There you go. 
So uh, which, which one of those should we do to play us out? Rock and roll life, maybe. Maybe that'll be a big one. Yeah, do rock and roll life. All right. So uh, that won't just get us in trouble with those pesky iTunes censors, right? Yeah, yeah. censors will get us again. Well, it says FDF, so you know, no one wants to know what that means. But uh, right. anyway, man, thanks so much for coming on. Oh, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I had a, I had a blast. Yeah. I hope we catch up with you guys on the road. You look like our kind of people. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I hope so. When we can do this. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, thanks again, man. Yeah, thanks Thank again, you. and uh, yeah, stay free, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time. Gonna play you out with Rock and Roll Life off the new album by The Treats, which you should buy as soon as you get done listening to this. So uh, thanks, Todd. Thank you. All right, see y'all. It's gonna be the dumbest video. What?